statistics are the best. The barefoot punter because you don't need footwear to bet. And welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you some betting advice on the 2019 AFL season. And it's a big welcome back and good evening to The Logical One. Yes, Mug, it is round 20 already. Can you believe it? Only four rounds to go, getting exciting, some massive games to come in the last four weeks. Um, and there were some massive games that we've just had. The Carlton Cash Cows got it done again. When are you going to start believing, Mug? Well, I, I followed you in on the weekend. I was, uh, I was, I was pretty happy to take uh, your advice there on, on the Carlton Cash Cow, so uh, I, I got involved with that. And maybe while we're talking, uh, Carlton, might be uh, the opportunity to inform the listeners that you've, you've had someone come into your life, which is, uh, which is nice to hear for the listeners, <laughs> yeah. um, that you've... You know there was a gap there, a little void um, since uh, since Richo left us. But David Teague has come into your life, and you have a new love, a new love, uh, a new love for Teague seven, and the Blues. Seven lines in a row they've covered. Unbelievable. Yeah, depending on the line you got in the Gold Coast game, but seven lines in a row. Yeah, they're going um, right, aren't they? They are going well. Yeah, five well, of seven and a couple of goal, one goal losses. Not many sides going better than them at the moment. And we'll, we'll no, doubt, no doubt talk about them um, a little bit later, betting review, and of course, uh, when we actually get to the next Carlton game. Um, just on the uh, premiership uh, market there, logical, the Tigers, I see, have moved into favouritism, yes. uh, which is interesting. And yes. I think... I think that price, if I wasn't mistaken, was around that three fifty, three seventy five. Yeah, it depends on where you shop. I yeah. think like a three eighty on Betfair or so. What do you make of that? Too short. Yeah, because not guaranteed to get um, top, top four. four. They should, but not guaranteed. They have got some tougher games coming home, and they could even get to a position late. Uh, it could be a really intriguing game. That West Coast game, the last game at the G, where they're in a position if they beat. West Coast, they could go to third, mm. depending on the, what happens, but that's a likely scenario, which they wouldn't want to do because that would mean they'd have to travel interstate. They'd probably rather play Geelong at the MCG first week of the finals. So um, that'll be an interesting uh, talking point come the last game of the season. Yeah, that current, get to that. That current flag pro- price, I mean, they're basically saying that Richmond are going to get through in the three games, which is, I guess, is no, they're going to win it in the three games, which is not necessarily a guarantee, and they're going to be $1.50 or better pretty much for, for that to be the case. Now, they get an injury in the prelim or someone else really comes forward, maybe they go off as favourite, maybe it's a dollar eighty or dollar. Well, yeah, you, know, you gotta sort of, or, I suppose you got a price their percentage chance to be in top four, um, and then or even in you know, home home ish final. Mm. Um, and then do the com, com, uh, the complexities of the uh, of that layout, like whether they're gonna have them to travel their bigger price, but if they're at home against Geelong they could be a dollar sixty. You know, there's a lot of different scenarios that could play out. So but, perhaps um, there for the listeners, if you if you like the Tigers, don't get too carried away just yet on that price. Uh, maybe just uh, wait till we actually get to the finals. Uh, might be a, a better suggestion there. But um, logical. Um, uh, the well, we'll talk about the pies in a, in a little bit. But um, what did you see on the weekend that um, sort of uh, pricked your eyebrows a little bit? That you had a, had a bit of a look at and went, wow. That's uh, that was interesting on the weekend. Um, well, Brisbane just keep on keeping on. Unbelievable, aren't they? Yeah, let's keep winning. They Do keep we rate them yet? What are they, they second on the ladder? Aren't they, they went they? off outsiders again. Um, second on the ladder. I still feel that should they have to come down and play 
Richmond at the MCG in a final and they're, they're, they're inexperienced, I'd be quite, quite I wouldn't be confident in, in them. But they keep on going really well. You know, if they can get a home final, then um, they're, they're every chance to get to the big dance. Yeah, absolutely. So we might uh, we might go in and just have a look at some uh, bad beats for the weekend. Logical, did you see some bad beats? Well, uh, I was on one of them. <laughs> yes, which one was that? Um, the the total Friday night under one fifty seven and a half. I tipped up. Uh, I think it rained for about two thirds of that game, and it still went over. Only late, only with the last couple of goals, uh, it still went over. But um, the the conditions and uh, the way that um, that played out, you would consider yourself a bit unlucky if you had to back that under. Now, logical. We were at that game, and we were sitting uh, due to the lateness of our purchase of tickets. We were fairly high up in uh, in level four, and um, premium nosebleeds. Premium nosebleeds. Yeah, <laughs> they were with the rain. Got to pay the extra nine fifty for the privilege. <laughs> um, but um, we were, we were right up there, and you actually couldn't really see how much rain was on the ground and you couldn't really probably get a real gauge of how slippery it was and probably the quality of the Tigers football actually made it look a lot drier than what it was. I was watching some highlights on the TV last night. It was wet as a shag down there. Yeah. How did that game go over? Yeah. I couldn't I, believe it. I know. It was know. Uh, very surprising. Uh, and I, yeah, as I say, watching those highlights on the uh, on the telly last night, I actually didn't realise how wet it really was. Yeah. So uh, it was very surprising. So a stiff one there for the listeners, yeah, I would, yeah, I would yeah, say. Yeah. Well, I got very wet getting to the game late, so I was pretty aware of it. Um, Port head-to-head, I think you'd be a bit stiff if you backed, though, backed them head-to-head. They dominated that game, but it wasn't for Haynes and Davis sort of really dominating down back. Um, and then Gold Coast, um, don't know whether know so much as a bad beater, but I just wanted to highlight that last that, that last minute and a half. They sort of had the had control of the game, kick forward. Sexton didn't want to take control of the ball; he yeah, let it go out. That was yeah. a strange strange yeah. play. And then they they got the stoppage wrong, and then Weller overcommitted against. Um, against Tip and Woody and just let him go inside. Totally opened up the ground. He only had to corral him and he still had him on the outside. And there's some, yeah, some bad mistakes there. So yeah, I uh, learned from that, the young Gold Coast team, I think. That was probably one that went begging for him, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, betting review, logical. How did you go for the weekend? So uh, one unit under Collingwood Richmond, which was a loss. And then um, put up the two units on the Carlton Plus, uh, which won, and then a unit on the... Uh, doggies minus which one so not a bad weekend mate another good weekend for you which was uh fantastic uh for me it was the west coast minus so uh so missed on the, uh so, sorry the north um the west coast minus or the west coast um the north undid plus. me yeah they undid me on the uh on the north plus so i was on i was on the north plus there and um yeah, you were you were right on that one. The the flat tracking um, was severe uh, in that game, so missed out on that one. Unfortunately, got the Saints and uh, and got the doggies, so we had that one together as well. So two out of three uh, for me, which uh, wasn't too bad. I was, that's I was, good. I was, I, was, I was okay with that one. Take so, that. So another winning wet weekend for the barefoot logical. So that was uh, three really solid weekends of winning in a row. So. Um, yeah, we were feeling pretty good about ourselves, I guess, after... Well, I definitely was, and I'm sure you were as well. Yeah, yeah. You're not too sad about the Hawks going down again? 
Well, um, I I saw Big John O'Brown on uh, on the couch last night say that we only kicked uh, one goal. I think I don't know if it was eleven or twelve set shots. Um, so we yeah. a lot of bad kicking there. there yeah, Mitch the, Lewis had some issues early. A lot of bad kicking there for the Hawks. Yep. So maybe that uh, undid us. But um, I'm sure we'll uh, bounce back this Friday night. So let's talk about that. Like, are you ready to do some games? Let's do it. Friday night, North Melbourne Kangaroos are hosting the Hawks at Marvel Stadium. Um, there is some line markets out there saying that North Melbourne are minus two, but uh, for the large part, it's a it's a pick'em situation. The dollar ninety on the head to head in most markets. Um, we're heading along to this one, logical. Uh, we the ourselves and the obnoxious one are going to uh, head along as a threesome and watch the mighty Hawks uh, come up against uh, the obnoxious ones, boys. Um, I mark the North Melbourne uh, Kangaroos here as a slight favourite. Um, but given that it's my team, logical, given that we're going along to uh, to enjoy the footy, um, I'm not going to be betting here and I'm just going to be absolutely cheering on my Hawks as loudly as I can to really stick it to the obnoxious one and see if we can get the win. But uh, I have a feeling you might be trying to do exactly the opposite to me. Um, can you find a bet here? Yeah, I think I'll be ganging up with the obnoxious one to really bash up on you here, Mug. Um, the, the Hawks have had two trips to Marvel this year, and I was there for the, the first one when they, they, they laid the down Saints. against St Kilda. Yes, and we they've also lost to Essendon. I don't think it's their best ground. I give a slight advantage to North for playing at Marvel for this game because they're, they're, they are very good at Marvel. Um, the thing that does not make sense one bit is that North Melbourne only went off 11-point underdogs against West Coast last week. So that's saying West Coast. I'm hoping not to confuse the listeners here, but that's saying West Coast are only three points better than than North Melbourne. They got smashed, obviously. Yep. Then all of a sudden, they're only equal to Hawthorne um, or a couple of points better. Well, actually, no, it's actually saying that they're, they're probably, because uh, they've got the advantage at Marvel, they're one or two points worse than Hawthorne. It does you're, not make sense. You're not having a bar It does it. not make sense. But what I do think is more wrong is last week's line. Yep. I did speak about that last week. Yep. Uh, that 11 and a half that it went off was ridiculous. Um, but at the same time, uh, the Hawks aren't going great and being a better better ground for the, for the Kangas and um, I rate them higher. Um, yeah, I will be putting up a unit here on the Kangs. They get Thompson back, um, which which helps them as well down back. So, um, yeah, one unit on the uh, the Kangas for me here. I thought that might be the case. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get bashed up on Friday night. Um, just on that, do you think that what's holding the Hawks in that market so tightly is that expected scoring? Some people would be looking at the Hawthorne game going, well, if they had a kick straight, then um, they may have actually beaten Brisbane or at least... Uh, got par with Brisbane. You go, well, Brisbane are second on the ladder, so therefore, is that what's keeping that, that market a bit tighter? Or No, because I feel like uh, even last week before that game, I would have had the Kangas. It may be for some people. For, for me, say they played this a week ago, Yep, still would have had the Kangas favourite. Yeah, okay. Um, and the Hawks have lost, lost like... Lost rating. Yeah, yeah lost yeah. rating as well. Yep. yep. Obviously, the Kangas lost a bit of rating, but they did travel to West Coast, so... Give him a free yeah, pass. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there's one for the listeners straight off the bat, guys. Logical. Uh, jumping into North Melbourne. 
Early game on the Saturday, and it's a quick turnaround for the staff because we're back at Marvel Stadium. The Essendon Bombers hosting the Port Adelaide Power uh, Bombers here, a dollar forty-eight. The Power two sixty-five, making the Bombers thirteen and a half point favourite. And we had some uh, slightly bigger lines in this uh, on Sunday when I first uh, started looking at these games. Um, Fair bit of player movement here, Logical. We, we had some important players go out for the Bombers, and we've had some player movement um, for Port Adelaide as well. Yeah, we um, I don't know if you've got any updates there on who's in and out well, or potentials. interesting. They could have done with your man Dixon last week when they were struggling uh, up well, forward. Well, I actually thought it was strange that they dropped him, to be honest. But Both the Adelaide sides are doing some strange things with mm. selection. Um, but they're talking, yeah, they're probably Motlop, Dixon, and Drew come back in for Port. And yep. maybe Ollie Wines, depending on his thumb, um, and then Essendon will probably get Heppel and Fantasia back. Yeah, okay. So some some good Heppel. Are they saying Heppel as yeah, well? Are they? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's some uh, that's a good in for for the Bombers. Um, I took a little bit of the bigger price for Port Adelaide. Um, not sure. I'd be interested to see if if Heppel and Arazio uh, come up. But uh, if you're forcing my hand to have a bet here, um, the Bombers style of play uh, has probably been a little bit unsustainable they've been you know that back end scoring from the back end allowing teams to get a long way in in front and then deciding they want to come back and win I don't think that's a, a great way to be playing your football so at the sort of whatever you can get the 14-15 um, I don't mind that as a bet logical how do you feel about this one yeah I this I rate Essendon only slightly better than Port yep. um, so I'd probably be making this line about 10 and a half um so I'd be slightly into Port, but I think in the last couple of weeks I've just been staying away from Port games because it's really hard to know what you're going to get. Um, yep. So and not not being that different, once again I'll probably I probably won't be um, having a bet. If if anything, I'd probably just back them head to head at a bigger price, uh, lower stake. Um, but at this stage, nothing for me. Okay. Game three, Saturday 2.10, the GWS hosting the Swans out in the west of the town at Giants Stadium. The Giants, $1.30, and uh, the Sydney Swans, $3.50 back the other way. Giants have just moved out to 22.5 point favourite uh, out from the 19.5 that was uh, present earlier. Um, logical, again, some important player movement here Um Rampy, who I think has been really good from this year, he'd be right up there in their BNF if not leading it. Yeah, he's a very important player for them. Um, and uh, Young O'Reid, I don't know if you've got anyone else there for us that uh, might be missing from the Swans or some player movement. Yeah, so the, they're saying O'Reid and Rampy, um, probably the two to miss. Um, and then they only get Thurlow and Rose come in. He's yeah. not, not, not important. Logical. I, I'm, I'm, I haven't uh, pulled a trigger on, on a bet on this one yet, but I'll be really interested in your opinion on this one because I'm starting to think it's just a, a bridge too far for the Swans. They're starting to lose some players. The players coming in a sort of second bit, maybe a bit similar to Collingwood last week. You're starting to get second, third tier replacements for these guys. Out at Giant Stadium, uh, can you see a bit of an easy kill here? Uh, I I wasn't looking that way at okay. all. I thought you might even be leaning to a Sydney bet. Um, no. I don't rate GWS that much better than Sydney. Okay. I thought they'd been going all right until last week and even for parts of the game. They were they, they sort of really took it up to Geelong. Yep. Um, for me, I'd be a small lean to um, to the Sydney, but for no bet, 
no bet at this stage. Okay, well, uh, good to hear your thoughts on that one. I was starting to lean towards the Giants, um, but uh, just with the rampy news, but uh, if the uh, 15 out of 15 year winner says uh, just stay away from that one, then that's exactly what I'll be doing. Twilight for us, but traditional time for the Perthians. The Dockers are hosting the Geelong Cats on Saturday afternoon. The Dockers here are $3. The Cats $1.40. This line is now 16 and a half, and our prices are coming courtesy of TAB this week. Uh, logical, the one thing that we keep scratching our heads with, and uh, we're, of course, we're not coaches. We're just observers of this great game, and we like to have a punt. Um but we cannot for the life of us work out why the hell Fremantle are playing the three big men. No. Can, can you give me uh, an explanation to what's no, going on here? No, no idea. <laughs> it is unbelievable. We, no were just, idea. Uh, we were just actually having a look at some stats. Um, you know, Fremantle predictably against a very slight ruck. I think most people have won the hitouts against Tim English this year, but, uh, but their doggies won the clearances just, so they don't get a massive advantage there. No. And as we know, the game is a... And they didn't get goals out of their big men. No, it's not like... The, uh, it's not like Sandy's... They didn't get disposals out of them. It's not like Lobb, Sandy or Sean Darcy standing in the square kicking six, eight goals between them. No. Um, it is just... It's... it's. I don't know. Is it a swan song for Sandy? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, well, but I think they won't play Sandy this week. That's what they're talking yeah, about. Okay. Which, which would make sense. Free are really battling for form. Um, hard to be on them. Uh, the Cats coming out of a... Heavy training load. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, uh, the Cats uh, were probably a bit sluggish uh, against the Swans there for a half of footy, but I think um, just put the foot down, showed a bit of their class in, in the second half. Starting to get their mojo back. A little bit. Mate, I, I've, I'm putting one up here for the uh, for the Cats, um, and it's the Cats are still a good side. Some people are starting to go off them. I think they're a good side. This is probably just more about how poorly Fremantle are going as opposed to how well the Cats are going. Um, so uh, I've, uh, I've pulled the trigger on, on one and uh, just waiting to have a bit of Gaz watch, um, and that's Gary Ablett and Gary Rowan. Um, I have a funny feeling that Chris Scott's going to pull a bit of a Swifty and, uh, and say uh, Gaz isn't getting on the plane. So if that's the case, we might get a bit better price back the other way and uh, I'll be jumping in again on that price as well but what about you any betting for for you here at Logical I have to agree with you that it does I, I do make this line a bit bigger but saying that just a big favourite away from home um, Cats still just not sure you're how bit, they're going you're a bit gun shy on the Cats aren't yeah, you yeah I'll just be um, I'll just have a pass on this one yep. um, I would be leaning you up the way you go but I'm not going to have a bet on it um, just on Gaz most accurate player in the competition this year on expected score versus actual score. So Gary Rowan or Ablett? Gary Ablett. Gary Ablett. Okay. Yeah, in yep. the comp. Yep. Yeah, I saw a stat the other day or someone was telling me which expected score, so where he's had his shots from and actually what's he scored, what, what he scored versus what the average in a league would score. Gaz is the best. So. Most accurate. And makes okay. sense. He just yeah. doesn't miss, does he's, he? He's pretty good, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so no betting for you here, Logical? No betting. And, uh, and I'm putting one up on the Cats. Saturday night at the MCG, the Melbourne Demons are hosting the Tigers. So the Tigers have got a really long way to go for this away game. Um, at the MCG, the Ds are $4.30 and the Tigers are $1.22, making the Tigers a 27.5-point favourite. 
um, logical on this one. The Tigers have beaten the Giants by 27 points. They've beaten Port Adelaide by 38 points. They've beaten Collingwood by 32 points. Can you give me a reason why I shouldn't be having a real go at Richmond here at the minus when the line is 27.5 points against the Demons? The Demons... I was going to say I'll give you the reason why, because they're 27.5 point favourites. <laughs> so so too much so you feel the line is too high I haven't said that yet I've just said that's a re you asked for a reason why not and I said because they're 27 and a half point favorites and then probably normally earlier on the year would have gone off 10 point favorites yes but um, we're not we're not earlier in the year logical we've seen the demons lose week after week after week albeit the D's haven't got smashed for a little while they've actually most of their losses even in recent times have been in the teens or or that amount so we haven't seen despite how poorly they appear to be going um and how disappointing it is for their fans in how they're going they haven't been getting absolutely smashed but the tigers i think are a different proposition to the saints um what do you the, see here? The, well, the, the Tigers lose Cochin, which is not ideal. and oh, yeah. He's had his injuries, so they're probably going to be very conservative with him. We probably won't see him till finals. Um, to get Nank, get the big Nank back, that'll help them. Okay. Um, Caddy probably comes back in. Melbourne might get May back. Um, uh, ruled out already. Ruled Apparently, out? Yeah, I think I, I think I saw ruled out, or was it questionable? Yeah, it might me, have been, yeah so you might be right. It might have been doubtful. Um, yeah. Maybe Melksham back. I think they've been missing Melksham, actually. Yeah, um, he's a good player, isn't he? Um, but um, this market, I feel, is going to move to the Ds. Yeah, I think so, um, too. And I would be like, I'm thinking could get to 24, uh, and I'll quite like it at that. I'll be on the I'll be on the Tigers then. So yeah. no bet for me at the moment, but when it moves to what I expect it to get to, uh, I'll be chiming in for the Tigers then. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I haven't taken a bet um, on the uh, Tigers just yet, but um, yeah, probably, I, I feel like we've been saying this a little bit about the Tigers. Want to be on the Tigers, uh, but we get a bit of market move, And hopefully. the market has moved against the Tigers a, a whole lot this year. All yeah, well, the you time. saw that in the Port game. So, um, saw it happening again so on the weekend ha- against, happened the, last week, against the Pies. Yeah. Um, it's happening regularly that it moves against them. And, um, and why do you think that is logical? Is that the models aren't rating their team? Is yeah, that what it is? Yeah, the models aren't rating them as much as the, the odds assessors are on the, on the Monday. Um, yeah. And the market slowly moves down. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. All right, so hopefully we get a bit of price on the, uh, on the Tigers there. So market watch on that one for the boys. Second game, Saturday night. It's Adelaide Crows hosting the Saints over at Adelaide Oval. Crows here, $1.40, Saints $3, and the Crows a 17.5-point favourite. That market has moved a little bit from the 21 uh, and a half. So, um, logical, it's been all happening for the Crows. They've dropped club champions, favourite sons last week. In They don't know what they're doing. They don't, do they? They don't. They Gibbs, is it, they're talk, Gibbs in and out, bets out, Texas okay. Your man Greenwood can't get a game when he seems to play. Seems to play. Well, hopefully he's already signed the papers for Hawthorne. Jacob, they, uh, haven't, they haven't even mentioned his name. Um, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, well, beer and pizza. I, I remember uh, one time uh, we'd, we'd got flogged on the weekend and the old coach jumping, Johnny Howitt, uh, said, all right, boys, no training tonight. Straight up to uh, the local and organised beer and pizza. 
And uh, do you know what happened the next week, Logical? Got flogged by East Burwood. We got flogged again. <laughs> we got flogged again. I can't remember who it was against, but uh, it didn't help our cause, uh, I can tell you. That wasn't the circuit breaker. Is it going to be the circuit breaker for Adelaide? They had the beers and pizza over at Don's place. I don't know what sort of house Don's got there. He had 20 uh, coaching staff and uh, club officials and then invited all the players and their partners there as well. He must have had 100 people at his house, Don oh, Pike. Did they get in a line and text? They do the, do the text, uh, text standoff? <laughs> I'm not too sure, but uh, old Donald must be rocking a fair pad there if he had. I don't know about uh, you, mate, but I can't get 100 people in here, I don't think. Um, but... Um, Mate, what, it, what, what is happening here? Uh, can you find a bet for us in this game? A lot of moving parts here. So, yeah, so Adelaide, player ins and outs, um, not playing well. Stephen Hanabry battle to come back for St Kilda. Oh, gee. Opposite end, it's all coming together for them. They're yep. getting what Richo didn't have. They're getting their best players back. Carlisle's playing really well. I, I don't have... Adelaide's rating in the marketplace is just not where I have it. Like last week, as I said, I have them rated about the same as Carlton and the market was rating them a lot higher um, and then same here against St Kilda I'm rating them you know like this market's saying that they're 10 points better than St Kilda and I don't think that's the case at the moment I think they're about the same rating and I'm putting up a I'm putting up a, a bet on the St Kilda plus uh, here okay fantastic all right there's one for the for the listeners I, I didn't have a bet for this game myself just because of the moving parts, but um, fantastic to hear that uh, you're putting up one logical, and that's uh, that's a great one for the listeners. Early game on Sunday, logical, and it's the Pies hosting the Gold Coast at the mighty stadium, the MCG. Can you believe this will be the th- only the third time in three years Gold Coast have played at the MCG? Uh, yeah, it's very surprising. They just don't get out here, do they? And it's not a happy hunting ground for them. It's absolutely not. Uh, they've only had some success against Melbourne in the past. From uh, I, they, they, who else did they? Did they get Richmond a couple of years ago? They might have as well. A um, dollar thirteen. The Pies. The Suns. Six dollars here. Um, that market has skipped out to thirty-seven and a half at the tab, but you can get some thirty-four and a half at Bet Easy. Um, it is a big line, logical, but. Um, I just I struggle a little bit with this line just based on the fact that the Carlton game went off at 37 and a half a couple of weeks ago, and um, Gold Coast had a good showing on the weekend up at Metricon, but um, they've got to be as unfamiliar with this ground as any other team could be with any other ground in the, in the whole competition, really, because they just never get here. And the list that they actually have is that young yeah. that they just don't get to see it. The Pies, as we know, go pretty good on the MCG. Um, I'm just thinking that I'm going to have to put one up. But, mate, talk to us about what you're seeing here. When I saw this, I, I thought, gee, that's cheap. Um, I'm going to be all over, the, all over the pies here. But their injury list is concerning. They've lost um, Dugowie as well. He's probably their best player on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. and Adam's probably not going to play. And Quayner, um, Roughhead, Phillips, they've got this super long injury list. And they could be just trying to win a game as well. Um, but so for me, uh, I just I was thinking that that, that that minus, but it went off it. And then I'm just something for the listeners, and we have spoken about it a bit this year, is how well Gold Coast start matches. Yep. First quarter this year, they've won nine and drawn one and lost eight. And you think how poor they've been as a side. Good effort. They're, so they go much, much better in first quarters. So maybe if you want to have a bet, you might want to back Gold Coast um, first quarter leader or Gold Coast plus. 
Um, but I couldn't be betting on the actual line just because too many uncertainties for me. So. Yeah, okay. I think they might they might get back some uh, some players. So maybe a market watch um, on this one. If Collingwood can put some semblance of a half decent team out on the park, you know, I think there's some talk of Greenwood. Um, Broomhead, who's a bit of a forgotten player for them. Yep. Um, and there was a couple of other... Um, uh, Goldsack, Goldsack um, yeah. coming back in. So if they can get some of these guys back into the team and put some semblance of a half-decent team out on the park, and I guess I mean players that have played significant AFL football previously, if they can get that sort of team out on the ground, I've got to be putting one up here on the, uh, on the pies. Um, but... No hurry. Uh, we can have a bit of a market watch on this one, see who comes in and, uh, and decide whether we're going to be backing it, and I'll let the listeners know if I'm, if I'm going to go ahead. Mid-afternoon on a Sunday, and it's Logicals. Carlton Blues are taking on the West Coast Eagles at Marvel Stadium. The Blues, $3.20 here, and the Eagles $1.35, making the Eagles... 17.5 point favourite in enemy territory, and I feel like I need to start up the soft mood music uh, because the love affair is uh, is well and truly alive. I'm going to hand straight over to you, Logical, because um, I'm sensing that it's going to continue this week. Talk to us about your views on this game, what you're seeing, the way this one's lined, and uh, let the punters know if you can find a bet here. Well, the big cruise is back, and I, last week... Is the cruise back, when is the, he? Well, I think he was managed last week, yeah. so he was a bit sore. You were a bit gun-shy when you saw the cruise out last week. I like cruiser. But then yeah. we saw the Adelaide's out, so that they, I thought they, they cancelled each other out. And, and, of course, Cripps played, which uh, and he was enormous Cripps for, yes. for them on the, the weekend. Cripps, so. Cripps was. Yeah. Um, uh, if you'd put $10 on Adelaide to cover the line for the seven last seven rounds and, and all multied it up, like... Got the ten dollars and put it on the next week. Do you know how much you'd have? Eight hundred and ninety-three dollars in your pocket. <laughs> there you go. And you know what? You'd do it again this week for the eighth time, which the accumulator would be one sixty-nine. On ratings, I make this game about what it is, um, and uh, you know I am the logical one. But when so that means a, no. So no, normally for the a good <laughs> thing, you just gotta have to keep going with so, it. The cruise is back. Fish is back. They're in great form. So I'm going to say one unit again here on the plus, on the blue baggers, on the cash cows, and, and get on. Yeah, okay. So that, that probably goes against your normal instinct really because does. you would normally say when you make the market what it is, oh, no. that's usually no betting. Oh, no. So uh, maybe uh, you're not spending too much time with the mug here, logical. No. <laughs> so, uh, it so has been a small market move since the start of the week. Um, which I think it was 18 and a half. Yeah, I think get... it was even 20. Or, was it? Okay. Yeah, 19 or 20 there. But um, yeah, I but you got to be on the blues again. Yeah, I got to be on the blues again. Yeah, um, okay. Just the way they're going, and well, I mean, similar to you, I, I've got written here in my notes. It's exactly what I made it. I thought I made the the game eighteen. Um, the market is seventeen and a half, eighteen and a half, whatever it was. Um, so I wasn't uh, envisaging having a bet here. Um, I guess it was more. Uh, I had a feeling you'd be leaning towards the blues. So. Do I follow the logical one in again uh, on this market? I'll have to uh, have a bit of a think about that. But uh, but given that they're, I mean, their form, <laughs> they're, they're going great, aren't they, the Blues? They're going great. You know the other good positive thing? Stocker's going really good in the twos. Who's um, He's the one that trade. Yes, the, the, the Adelaide the, Crows. The controversial kick. trade with the Adelaide yes. Crows. And whether they win or lose on that trade, you know what's amazing about that trade? And, and it's been the 
it's probably been a godsend for Carlton is they try to win all the way to the line. There's no talk of tanking. The club wants to finish as high as possible, and it's it's probably something that other clubs could look at. You know, I think I think it is interesting to note too with the the West Coast. Um, you know, you spoke about it last week about their flat tracking. I I made a couple of notes um, down here in terms of their games away. The biggest. Um, maybe off the top logically, could you have a think about what would be their biggest victory for the year in terms of points this year away from home? Their biggest victory? Um, uh, no, you got me. What? It was against Collingwood by 22 points. Yep. So their biggest away victory from home this year for the West Coast is 22. So, okay. yep. so we know that the West Coast don't travel that well, and they've lost a few games that they might have been expected to win too. Uh, against Brisbane, against Sydney, they had bad losses as well. So they haven't travelled well on the road, and when they have won, they actually haven't won by a large margin. So, so potentially that eighteen seventeen yeah, does, d- does, doesn't look so silly. Um, it's a very good point, and I think they probably travel better to the G than they do to Eddie Had or to Marvel. Sorry. Um, I think their ground now is the same size as the MCG. West Coast, yeah. yeah so, so they're better, yeah. better, because better suited no, to because normally you would say sides do travel to Marvel better than yes. what they do to the G, but yeah. maybe not in the in the case of the West Coast. Yep. So, um, so uh, I but think at the same time, Carlton are better at the MCG than they are at Marvel. Correct. Yep. But, yeah. And um, look, I think it's uh, so all of those things considered, how well Carlton are going, the fact that Eagles aren't, um, that they don't travel well, um, lean probably is to the Blues. I haven't decided on a bet yet, but uh, but listeners, Logicals, uh, he's on board again. He's in love with Teague, he's in love with the Blues. The cruise is back. Get on board. Get on board. <laughs> and the last game of the round, up at the Gabba, Brisbane are hosting the Doggies. Uh, Brisbane a dollar thirty eight and uh, the dogs here three dollars ten, making Brisbane an eighteen and a half point favourite. That market's tightened up a little bit from the minus twenty two and a half. So, if anything, that's probably uh, along with the Crows Saints game our uh, Carlton Sports and Spinal Market Mover of the Week. Um, logical. What do you see here? Uh, well, for the dogs, it's very sad to see Morris do his knee again on the weekend. I think he's much loved player. Everyone, you know. Had a couple of great Every, contests before. I don't know if you saw that opening uh, that quarter. He had a couple of amazing contests, repeat efforts. Um, to yeah, uh, he's just so good. And then uh, yeah, yeah, it's, does, uh, it, does it does could be could be set, could be career for him. Hope not. Uh, they'll Brisbane get Andrews back. Um, they had a good contest last time they played down at Mars Stadium. Um, Brisbane right. Brisbane had them early, and the Dogs mm. came over the top of them. Quite quite lucky to win the game. A lot's changed since then. But both sides are going all right, um, and I think from what I look at this, the market probably sits around about where I think it should be. Um, Brisbane are a better side than the Dogs, and they're at home, and that the odds reflect that. So for me at this stage, I won't be having a bet um, unless things change. Yeah, and uh, I was exactly the same as you, Logical. When that line of 22.5 came out, I, I actually made it slightly less than what that line is, slightly lower. Um, but um, didn't want to be uh, back in the doggies. Now the market has moved to that eight and a half, which is exactly what I thought it was. Um, I uh, I can't be pulling the trigger here. I think the lean for me probably is to Brisbane, the home team. Uh, they score freely. Um, so and the, the dogs have actually been scoring pretty freely in recent times as well. So one, so of, the, one of the highest what, scoring teams. What's, what's like the to- total? What's the total here? Uh, logical. I didn't actually check yeah, that it's, one. It's one seventy three. So it is reasonably high compared to the rest of the season scoring. But um, 
But I don't know, mate, is it, I don't know, have you done your total shit? Did you? No, uh, not yet, no. So maybe, I don't know, maybe that's worth looking at uh, for some of the listeners out there that, that some, some of the listeners like to have those totals, overs, bets in particular. Yep. Um, that might be a bet, um, but for me, I can't find anything here on the um, handicap or the head-to-head. Yep. All right, logical betting recap. Where is your money going this week? Yeah, so Kanga's head-to-head. Tigers minus if that gets in low enough. St Kilda plus and Carlton plus for me. Okay, great. Some good ones there for the listeners. And for myself, it was the Port plus, the Cats minus, uh, watch market watch on the Tigers, and probably player watch on the Pies just to see if we can get any sort of team out there. And Logical, before we sign off this week, I think you uh, had a little futures uh, tip up for the listeners. Yeah, it was getting to that time of year late in the season, which I quite like where you can sort of do the maths of top eight bets and even premiership bets leading up to the finals, you can sort of predict where teams are going to finish. Um, it's, it's been uh, a way of betting that I quite enjoy and I've had some success over the years. Uh, this week, uh, one that I'm putting up to the listeners, I think there's some $21 or $26 out there for St Kilda to make the eight. Ooh. So big value, not still unlikely to win, but there's a, there's a bit of a chance. But the thing I also like about the bet is they play the they play the Crows this week, so should they beat the Crows this week, it's double related. It's a bit in their hands, you know, and then that catches them up to the Crows. Um, then I think their, their draw after that's not too bad. Um, their rating would go up. Um, I think I made that bet about $16 or $15. So um, there's one one for the listeners. Bit of value um, there. Sadly, a few of the other, um, a few of the other uh, um, betting um, uh, competitions like the Coleman, uh, and the Rising Star looked to be almost over. Looks like Walsh is probably going to win the Rising Star. Uh, looks like Jeremy Cameron's going to win the... Well, you did tip that up the, to the listeners some the, time ago. Coleman medal. Brownlow, um, quite, quite wide open. I think we tipped up I tipped up Danger. I'm not so keen on the way his season's panned out. Bit to go there. We will be doing a big Brownlow special come Brownlow time. Um but, well, I've, um, I've just got you on the uh, on on the uh, hop here a little bit logical, but David King on Jared Waitley's program on Monday morning said that Lockie Neal is a lock for the Brownlow. He's already won it. I've made a, a good mate of mine uh, has got a good theory. He said when David King tips something up, go the other way because he's got <laughs> absolutely no idea. <laughs> so uh, he so, said last year when G- he said GWS cannot possibly make the finals, and my mate said, "Okay, bang, I'm going to back GWS to make the finals." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, so we won't put too much into uh, into Kingy's. Well, he says there's a lock. Yes, Lockie Neal can certainly win the Brownlow. Um, he's going okay. Is he a lock? No, he's not a lock. So okay, we'll leave we'll that leave one. that one at that. All right, okay. All right, well that uh, brings us to an, uh, another wrap uh, for this week. So again, thank you so much to the loyal listeners. I hope you're enjoying the program. If you are enjoying the program, please feel free to pass along to your buddies and uh, and mates. But as we always say, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win. The barefoot punter, because statistics are the best. The barefoot